This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Thursday, November 9th, 2023, episode number 451. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with just Jules Jones today. Okay, so that's the deal. Yeah, that's right. Just me because we got we're trying to get the cat out of town, all right? He has got a big show to do, and as much as he is fighting it, he wanted to be with all of you, as you know, but I just we had to dismiss him. We had to get him on the road. He's got too many things he's got to do for Turnstock, and so he can't be here today. I'm sorry. We had to kind of just draw the line. So he is on his way to Turnstock 23, and we are going to be streaming that show here on this channel also on Locals. All right, so I put out a big announcement. This is going to be a huge show. And of course, you're never ready, right? It's one of those things that kind of sneaks up on you. So Turdstock 23, it's finally here. You can join us celebrating your freedom with Cat Turd 2 and John Rich while enjoying some incredible tunes live from the Redneck Riviera. The action-packed live stream kicks off on Sunday, this Sunday, November 12th, 2023, at 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, and 1 p.m. Pacific. The best part? It's absolutely free. We are so excited about this. You can watch it right on the live stream. You can just follow our channel if you don't mind. That would be great. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build up subscribers. We're working on trying to get and hit 100,000 subscribers on this channel. And we're pretty close. We're almost there. But it has taken a while. Understand that we started this channel, Kat and I did, from zero. We didn't come from YouTube. We didn't come from any of those other big platforms. We started from scratch right here at our home on Rumble, and it has been such an adventure. But we will be streaming it all over the place. All right, so 
these are the platforms. Rumble, here where you are right now if you're in the chat. Locals in the litter box. We're going to be doing that for our local subscribers because you all are amazing and you support us every single day. We appreciate you so much. And if you want to be a part of that community, we do a, we do a show every Tuesday, an extra half hour every Tuesday. And it's a little bit more intimate. We try to ask questions, but sometimes with the way this news cycle has been going, it's so much back and forth. We cannot cover it all in an hour. And especially today, I'm looking and I'm getting whiplash just looking at the news. So Rumble First Choice, you've got, of course, First Choice Locals, if you are a subscriber. And then on X Twitter, we're going to be over there. Everything is broadcast through my computer. So it's going to start off on my channel over there on Twitter. And if you're not following me, I would appreciate it if you did that as well. It's at Jules Jones Live. Now, this is a new account for me. I lost my first one, as you know, for misbehaving over there um, with the lefties. And so I lost that one. So I'm starting all over again. But it will broadcast first over there if you're watching on Twitter. Most likely, Cat Turd will also retweet it, so you can always go and, and pick it up there as well. And then Getter, our good friends at Getter. You know what? They have been so supportive as well. And there was a time when we didn't have Truth, and when we were all kicked off of X and we didn't have Rumble, they were there. So make sure you can catch us any of those places. But here in the litter box, our chat room here just completely rocks. So this is where we're going to be bringing it. And I don't know... A lot of people have been asking about a pre-show, an after party, the tour bus. We've got all kinds of things that may just happen. So you're going to have to keep an eye on the channel, keep an eye on the website. I'll send out the notifications as they come up, as we make decisions. But we just had to get the cat on the road. And also, here's some more exciting news. I've got John Rich, who is going to join me here in the litter box. And he is going to release his new album his new single it's the man and it's in honor of veterans day so he's also i believe going to play that over there at turdstock as well but he's going to join me to talk about the song he's an incredible person he's been on our show a couple of times now he's going to be there with cat turd and while cat's making his way to nashville He's going to hang out with me, and we're going to talk about all things happening and everything that's going on over there at Turdstock as well. So we've got so many things <laughs> that are happening right now, so you're just going to have to bear with us as we go because it has been uh, been going. I think I probably had two hours of sleep last night, and finally I said, hey, Kat, I've got to make an announcement on Turdstock, and I'm just going to do it, okay, because you're busy, and it, we need people to know exactly what we're doing here. So we're just bringing it to you as best as we possibly can with so much going on. All right, so today's show is Trump wins third debate. This is episode number 451. However, let me tell you something. Vivek Ramaswamy, he made some serious noise last night. He was the reason. I mean, if, if you were to watch the debate or any of the clips, he was the only one worth watching, unless you consider the fumes coming out of all of the other candidates up there on the stage. My goodness, he put them all in their place. But President Trump was absolutely the winner, and he didn't have to be there. Look at this first clip. You've got President Trump, and he's like, 
going like nobody's business and I lost my first clip now how's that possible all right they say a bad dress rehearsal just means really great things in the future so let me get back over to my page because all of a sudden what do you have Trump 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 is what people were chanting there in the audience here you go The man who wasn't even in the room was there as present as the day is long. Oh my goodness, what an incredible situation. You know, they've got to feel just so weird and awkward. I mean, here they have been beating up on Trump. They've been conspiring behind his back, especially Krispy Kreme. I don't know how he even stands up there. What a clown. But they all are. Bird brain. She was about to lose it completely because he called her out for being a complete and total neocon. But there was one particular clip, and I really should. I mean, seriously, I should play all of them because he did release it. But it's not an endorsement in any way. I'm just saying that Watching this particular clip, he knew exactly how to capture the base at the debates. And I was just absolutely floored. It's exactly what they did not think that anybody was going to bring to the table. Check this out. Uh, the former president. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Sorry. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability. Oh boy, do we need accountability. We absolutely do. So he knew the talking points. He was going to light this thing up and he absolutely did. Bird Brain was so upset and distressed by the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing was just wild. He did not let go of it either. He just said, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to make a statement. And I understand he has, you know, worked with Soros before and all of that. I know who he is. But let me tell you what, it's exactly what the neocons need to hear it's exactly what this party needed to hear and it was 
fabulous. I enjoyed every single last minute of it because if you think any of the clowns sitting up there on that stage would have said anything even remotely like that ever in their lifetime and go against the lobbyist and their donors and the RNC club and all of that, you're wrong. These people are the puppets. They are the stooges. They are the ones that are actually taking this party down. We are tired of the same old politics. We're tired of them getting rich while we get poor. Them not listening to the the American people, the middle class and everything else. I mean, this was fantastic. I enjoyed it. And I, I do not watch the debates. It was only the clips. I watched my president last night and I thought he was fantastic. It was awesome. So I was over there watching his rally. And as usual, he's just got so much fire. I, he's getting younger. It, you know, I don't know how he's pulling it off, but he's getting younger by the day. He's got so much energy. They are going after President Trump like never before, and he's handling them all. And he's just not even batting an eye. He's on course. He knows what we need in order to set this ship right. And he's going to put us on that course. So I'm just thrilled. I am thrilled with President Trump. We've got a lot of news about that. You're just scum. Nikki Haley lashed out at Ramaswamy during the NBC RNC debate after he pointed out her hypocrisy. So you don't see it every day. But on Wednesday night, you had Ronna McDaniel's Republican Party. She held a they held a presidential debate with NBC of all channels, right? And they make a living off of lying and smearing Republicans, pushing lies to the American public about imaginary Donald Trump and Russia collusion. Yeah, they're still doing that. That's why it was glorious to watch him actually call them out. So this was a very Rana thing to do. During the debate, Vivek Ramaswamy, he responded to a recent attack by Ambassador Haley for using TikTok. Vivek, he pointed out that he uses TikTok to reach out to younger voters, like Haley's own daughter, 25, who has a well-known TikTok account. So this upset Haley, who lashed out at Vivek, saying, you're just scum for pointing out her own hypocrisy. It's still not clear why this makes him scum. He was just pointing it out, pointing out the facts. Listen to this. Laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is... Wow, she lost it. So and you have to admit that was just an absolute glorious moment. Bird Brain was a little upset over that whole thing. But hey, you know what? That's what it's all about. You know, you're going to roll up your sleeves. Those that are not getting in there and actually fighting and calling the shots like you see it. You need somebody that's going to call this party out. And they are a pathetic bunch. I'll tell you what. So then all of a sudden, what do you have? Well, you've got all of them that are saying, I'm not going to give him a dime, right? And Ronna McDaniel started lying about him. This morning, she reportedly said the RNC won't give him a cent of funding, which proves his point about the RNC corruption. Like we all know, I mean, these are this is the party of McConnell, 
Ron and McDaniel. I mean, this is what has happened in Kevin McCarthy. When you actually put it up in a bow, you've got Ron and McDaniel, who is the Kevin McCarthy of the RNC and the Mitch McConnell of the Senate. If you were to put it all together, that's what the Republican Party consists of. And he was calling it like he saw it. So instead, she reportedly said the RNC wouldn't give him a cent, wouldn't give him any money, and then she flat out lied about him voting for Obama. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not advocating for him, but I'm just thrilled that he called these losers out for what they are. That's all I wanted. I wanted somebody to have the strength to do it. And he's in a position, because he knows he's not going to get the nominee as well, to where he just went after it. And it was wonderful. So here she is, Rana, who must resign. I hope she does. We got to keep the pressure on that, just like we kept the pressure on McCarthy. If we do that, we'll get somebody else in that chair. Here she is lying up a storm. I know Vivek's kind of newer to the party. He voted for Obama, so he may not know that. But this is something we're going to have to get right as a, as, a, as a party. As a suburban woman, I get this. I know Vivek's kind of newer to the party. He voted for Obama, so he may Yeah, so she lies, just like they all do, right? They make up all of these different lies and narratives and try to dismiss it. But what I want to point out is how much power you all have. You just got rid of <laughs> the Speaker of the House, who was completely rhino-owned. 100%. And that is because you buckled down and you were incessant. You demanded a new speaker. You did everything that you could to put the pressure on your representatives and they had no choice but to listen to you. And now they're all extremely worried about their seats in the primary. This is what I'm saying. You have more power than you know. And you proved that. So let's do it again with Rana. Let's get somebody else in there that's going to do a fantastic job that is going to clean this mess up because there are several candidates. And I know Scott Pressler would be a fantastic choice and he would lead an incredible team. He's got to be in the RNC. I don't understand why he's not. We've got some of the most incredible fighters. Now, I don't know if he wants her position or not. I don't know if he just wants to play on the team, but he is a phenomenal phenomenal asset and the fact that they have not answered or snubbed their nose in one way or another when this man is out there knocking on doors standing with street signs saying hey you know this is what I want to tell you about the Republican Party signing people up to vote how in the world are they able to even ignore somebody like that? It's really, it's really tells you, it tells you everything that you need to know about this party, and especially with the corruption that's been going on. So we've got all kinds of things that are that are happening in the news. I mean, this is really wild. So I'm gonna just real quick head over to my page because what I did today was like. All right, I took the day off because Cat, we had to get him on the road. And he's not on the road yet, but he's getting ready for it. But there was so much. And normally we go over to his page. Well, Joe Manchin is out. All right, so they're starting to fly. The, the flies are starting to fall. And you've got to the West Virginians who have put their trust in me and fought side by side to make our state better. It has been an honor of my life to serve you. Thank you, my statement on my political future. Manchin's gone. See ya. I got into politics because of an argument I had 40 years ago with my dad. John Manchin owned a furniture store in Farmington, West Virginia, a small coal mining town of hardworking people. And one day our local state representative came in and asked dad for a favor, saying, you owe me for all the things I've done for your little town. When the man left, I turned to my dad and said, now wait a minute, 
Isn't helping Farmington that man's job? That moment defined the difference between self-service and public service. When I told my dad that I was going to run for office, he said, oh, Joe, politics is a bad business. I'm telling you right now, stay out of it. I didn't disagree that often with my father, but that time I did. I reminded him of the famous line from President John F. Kennedy's inaugural address. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I was 13 when I first heard it, and I'm still inspired today by it. My family were devoted Catholics who immigrated from Italy and Czechoslovakia. So to us, President Kennedy was held in the highest regard. And I knew President Kennedy's words. Okay, so st- long story short, because this thing, this guy's going to ramble on and tell you everything about himself. Well, anyway, like they all do, right? The real important, just ask him. Long story short, he's out. He's gone. So that is something in the works. And guess who's in? Bad news for Biden. You've got the Green Party nominee for president is Jill Stein. She has just announced that she is going to run for president in 2024 and she made her announcement today. Now that's a really good thing for us because all of a sudden, here you go, you've got all of those votes that are going to be pulled, right? And they're going to be pulled from the Democrat base just like they were with Hillary Clinton. You are going to see this happen. So you've got a lot of things that are happening right now. Now, other things that are going on in Twitter and social media. We've been reporting about how all of a sudden you've got social media companies that are labeling certain things as domestic terrorists and taking down videos. All right, for example, the manifesto. You saw that happen this week. Well, it looks like those little pesky little algorithms may be back. So somebody is working behind the scenes because at E4 America pointed this out. She put up on her page, and I thought this was just fascinating. I'm trying to get Elon Musk's attention. Look at the views. Eve puts out there, I hate Donald Trump, 19,000 views. This is her same account. She says, I hate Joe Biden, only received 1.6 thousand views. What does that tell you? So then here she is saying, I have finished my test. Calm down and play along. Test incoming. 1,000 views. So you can see how this whole thing is shaping out. I love Donald Trump. He's the greatest president in the history of America. Got only 1.7 thousand views. I love Joe Biden. He's the greatest president in the history of America. Look at this, 11,000 views. This is what's going on in social media, folks. It hasn't changed that much now, has it? This is just shades of yesterday of 2020. So these are the kind of things that we're all looking out for. And I thought it was really great because a lot of people started going right after it and saying, hey, you know, we've got a problem here, Elon. Well, you've got proudly deplorable who wrote in here, Linda Yaccarino, and this is the one that is, you know, the CEO of Twitter X now, promised freedom of speech, not freedom of reach to appease advertisers. This is what political suppression of speech looks like. This is what election interference looks like. And I know you have all been victims of it. I've been victim a victim myself. You all know the story. Lost my account, the whole thing. I mean, this is exactly how it works. And the government has been very much involved in all of this. But my goodness, things have just been changing. So 
while we were all distracted with everything that was going on yesterday. Look at this. You've got Laura Loomer, who is reporting shameful behavior by 70 House Republicans. Yesterday, while everybody was distracted by the Trump rally and the third GOP presidential debate, 70 House GOP Republicans voted in support of the FBI getting an additional $300 million for their new headquarter office, which will be larger than the Pentagon. These 70 Republicans just supported the massive expansion of weaponized government. That is $300 million that should have instead been sent to Border Patrol to secure our open southern border. Shame on these 70 Republicans. I'm going to drop this one in chat so that you all have it. And you can go ahead and let them know how you feel about it. Because you are all, you are absolute activists activists and your voices make such a difference so let her rip there you go it's in chat for you so it's the it's the usual suspects but they didn't think you were going to pay attention because you were going to be so busy they don't think you're watching but we, they we definitely are we haven't missed a beat bacon at the top of the list and you can go down because there's 70 republicans here that voted for it so while they thought you were sleeping now You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene. She sees the writing on the wall. She promised impeachment weeks. She promised change. We're not able to get anything done, secure our border, which is the most important thing that we've got going right now. So here you've got the breaking news. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is officially filing to to impeach Biden's DHS Secretary Mayorkas. You've got her resolution states that Mayorkas has allowed the invasion of over 10 million illegals across our border, and that is violating his own oath, right? So absolutely, we've been calling for it since the very beginning for him to be removed. But I'm going to go a step further. They are allowing a, our borders to be invaded like that. So I, not only does he need to be impeached, but he needs to be investigated and hopefully prosecuted. I mean, that's what needs to happen. You need to send a very serious message out to people like Mayorkas. If you're going to do this to our country, if you are going to open the borders the way that they have, my goodness, then, you know, they're going, to, they're going to be consequences. As a result, believe it or not, I was able to spot something that I didn't think I would see, and that is a Biden rally. But who is in the Biden rally? Illegals who are supporting him. You've got all of these illegal aliens that are caravanning over here to the United States, and whose name are they shouting? Biden. Biden! 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 So this is the Democrat Party, folks. You wonder how it's done? This is how it's done. So we did a needle in the haystack. We found a Biden rally, and here they all are. The future voters of the, you know, the Democrat Party. And you can see here, all new clothes. They're all clean, you know, strong young men, right? This is what's coming across the border in droves. These are people that can fight in wars. I mean, these are strong men and I don't see, I see one child here, one, and I see one woman here. The rest, here's another, here's another lady, just to be fair, but look at the majority. This is what you've got.
This is what's happening. And this is what they're accepting. So here in LA, isn't it ironic, don't you think? You've got a pro-Palestine violence. It broke out outside of the Museum of Tolerance, the Holocaust Museum in Los Angeles. Supporters of terror Islamist group Hamas, they gathered there to protest a film screening of a documentary about Hamas atrocities. I kid you not. This is just unbelievable. And the irony of it all is just unreal. Here you go. So you get the idea. Welcome to Hell A, as I like to call it. Yes, absolutely. They are. This is what's happening right here in LA. You've got supporters of terror Islamist group Hamas gathered there to protest a film screening screening of a documentary about Hamas atrocities. So that's happening right before our eyes. Well, that's not the only thing going on here. My goodness gracious, this is a big story and the media doesn't want you to see it. You've got the New York Times, CNN, Reuters, and AP. They had contract reporters embedded with Hamas terrorists taking photos during their mass slaughter of 1,400 Jews. This happened with all of those groups, all of those mainstream media outlets. What were they doing? They were calling January Sixers domestic terrorists. Well, check out this story. You've got the latest schoolish development following the slaughter of 1,400 Jews in the October 7th Israeli attack on Israel is quite a shocker. You've got AP, CNN, Reuters, and the New York Times. They used footage and photos from reporters embedded with Hamas terrorists during their slaughter of hundreds of Jews. These Western media outlets then posted the photos in their coverage of this horrendous surprise attack on Israel. You've got AP reporter Hassan Ezlaiha, sorry, my my Arabic is not that good, took photos and video while traveling with Hamas killers during the massacre. Hassan also provided photos to CNN. So you've got all of these things that have just been unearthed. And here you've got the Wall Street Journal. They also published a photo by Hassan Eliza. I believe it's how you're going to you know what this is why i love this is why i love my little trusty little translate this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person go to shopify.com system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
Okay, so there you go. In case you were curious, that's what the translator says. So you've got this happening as well. A lot of people are talking about it. Palestinians, they walked away from the kibbutz in Israel near the fence with the Gaza Strip on Saturday, October 7th. Nobody will forget those images. That was absolutely probably one of the worst attacks. As you know, women were raped, children were beheaded, people were killed. This was an absolute terrorist attack, and now we have a huge situation. I'm Mimo has done a fabulous job of reporting this stuff. These are the same, again, these are the outlets, right, that deem January 6ers domestic terrorists. And a huge shout out to I Meme, Therefore I Am, at I'm Meme, and then the number zero. She puts together just incredible videos. And I hope you all will follow each other as well, because passing this stuff around only gets us stronger, only makes us stronger. And you get to create and, and make these great relationships relationships and people that are your kindred spirits that you probably never would have known. And these accounts are key to proving your point with people that are willing to listen. So check this out. A breaking expose by Honest Reporting reveals that three freelance journalists who work for major media outlets, including the New York Times, AP, Reuters, and CNN, accompanied Hamas terrorists across the border on October 7th and reported from the horrific massacre. Here is CNN photographer in Gaza holding a grenade as he joins Hamas terrorists on October 7th massacre. This source guess where it came from his own facebook page i kid you not his own facebook page he had this video posted now what she's showing here is this particular man's arm with the grenade now watch the video check this out <laughs> There you go. See that? There it is. Right there. That is what we're dealing with. And they have the audacity. They have the audacity to go after January Sixer and Sixers. And there has been a manhunt and everything else that is going that has been going on since yesterday. That is what our FBI is interested in. Okay? They do not work for we the people, all right? If anything, I believe that they are the enemy of the people. It wasn't an insurrection, it was a Fedsurrection. And anybody that tells you otherwise, question that person, <laughs> because by now they should know. They shouldn't have an excuse not to know. I mean, this has been an absolute attack and an atrocity. People have been denied their civil liberties as a result of all of this. So here you go, I talked about it, I'm gonna bring it up then. It's embarrassing, we're obviously getting taxed way too much. You've got a massive FBI manhunt. It's underway in New Jersey for a January 6th protester, FBI and local Local police are on the scene. If they use this much energy and effort for the people conducting real crimes in this country, we would all be safe. Imagine. So in Wokeness put out this piece and you can check out this clip. We're really patrolling the whole property, looking for the suspect, yet to find that uh, suspect. And again, the FBI is asking that if you know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman, please call the FBI field office in Newark at 973-792-3000. And live in Middlesex County, Tom's Wire, Chapter 4. Adam, back to you. Okay, yeah, we see that tactical team armed there going in to search a shed in Middlesex County. Tom's Wire, over the scene in Chopper 4. Thank you, Tom. We'll keep people posted. 
Oh, thank you so much. You just keep us posted. Yeah, January 6th are on the loose. Yeah, we got that trespasser. Mm -hmm. Go hunt them down. Go get them. That's right. So that's the kind of thing that we've been dealing with. And you know what? They are trying their best to brainwash Gaslight, just like they have time and time again. Just regular people that are watching, clicking through the news. And unfortunately, they have been able to sway some, which is incredible to a lot of us that have been paying attention and that have been watching. I mean, they are a danger to this country. They have been gaslighting us using all kinds of tools, propaganda, etc. So it's not going to end anytime soon, as you know, but it's up to us to, to make sure that it stops. So we've got more arrests. They have been made in a high-profile sex ring that involved government contractors, professors, military officers, executives at pharmaceutical companies, and more. Will they be protected like Jeffrey Epstein's clients? Check out this particular clip. It's going to be good. The announcement was made by acting U.S. Attorney for Massachusetts. You have Joshua Levy, who detailed the high-profile clients involved in in this network. They are doctors, they are lawyers, they are accountants, they are executives at high-tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, they're military officers, government contractors, professors, scientists, he said while explaining the brothel customers. Pick a profession, they're probably represented in this case. The men who are arrested were 30-year-old Jung Mi Lee of Dedham, 41-year-old Han Lee of Cambridge and 68-year-old James Lee of Torrance, California. The ring was run through two uh, websites pretending to advertise nude Asian models for photography at studios, which served as a front for prostitution. The men rented high-end apartments on the East Coast, which were used as brothels. You had clients who would show up and fill out a form and would pay $350 to $600 an hour in cash to rent the rooms. Who are the clients? Huh, my gosh. Go ahead. Release the list. We're, we're still waiting for Epstein Island. I don't think we're ever going to be able to get that list because there are too many names on there. Too many high-profile names, as all of you know. So you've got a, this is what we have. All right, looks like we've got a lot of things that are going on. You've got the, um, in, you've got airs, he, he's airing the invasion. Let's see, Ravs Ben Burkwam airs invasion footage from Tucson, Arizona, the nonstop shuttles full of illegal aliens from hotel to airport. And you've seen them. He's actually been doing an incredible job reporting from the flights on. More crazy invasion footage from the Tucson, Arizona airport and Best Western Hotel as illegals make their way to your neighborhood. Nonstop shuttles from the hotel to the airport. They're illegally entering and invading our country. And within 24, 48 hours, they're flying them anywhere. Check it out. Hola. ¿De dónde son? Guatemala, ¿a dónde vas en Estados Unidos? Para Houston. Houston? Colorado. Colorado? ¿Y tú? Florida. Florida? Ok. ¿A, a dónde vas Alabama. en Estados Unidos? Alabama. Alabama, ok. Hola. Hola, ¿de dónde son? Eh? Where are you from? Haiti. Haiti. Yes. Where are you going? New York. New York. Okay, thank you. 
this is what's going on. People have got to wake up. I mean, you have just absolutely have got to wake up. And I'm not talking about the audience. You all are here because you have. But we've just got to start showing people these clips so that they can see exactly what's happening here. I mean, it is a scary situation that we have found ourselves in. And it is because this ruling class of ours is determined to stay in power and position. They are not going to give up those seats or that kind of power anytime soon. I mean, when you start looking at what's happening in the news here, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, you have no choice but for Representative Comer, he finally started to issue those subpoenas. You've got Hunter, James Biden, they demand closed door testimony. Will they get it? Huh, probably. The House Oversight Committee on Wednesday, of course, subpoenaed Hunter Biden, James Biden, and their former business associate, Rob Walker for an in-person deposition as part of their impeachment inquiry. Comer also requested transcribed interviews from Haley Biden, Bo Biden's widow turned Hunter Biden's girlfriend, Sarah Biden, James Biden's wife, I know it gets a little complicated, and Melissa Cohen, Hunter's current wife. A transcribed interview from Biden crime family whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky was also requested. This is the time subpoenas have been issued for testimony. Comer previously subpoenaed bank records for Hunter and James Biden. And so you've got all of this in the works. And I think they need to put everything out there in front of the American people. My goodness, they did that with President Trump's tax returns, didn't they? They paraded him all around the town and all over the news and all over the world trying to damage his reputation, trying to interfere in our elections and everything else. And it isn't working. The American people, I believe, have completely woken up. And when you look at the polls, it's just more proof of that. But why should he have to continue to suffer so? And why are these people going unpunished? Why are the Republicans allowing this to happen? Stop funding them. Stop it. Knock it off. So that's what we have going on, especially with this unhinged, creepy as ever judge. This guy is so gross. I can't, couldn't believe yesterday when we were talking about him that he was married, but that he also has offspring is pretty frightening. So you've got an unhinged judge in Goron. He, sat, he looks just like his name, sorry, under scrutiny for allegedly posting half-naked photos of himself to, the high, to his high school alumni newspaper newsletter that he controls. How freaky and disgusting is this? So in a not-so-surprising twist, you've got the presiding judge, his life on the ongoing sham trial in New York, New York, the unhinged judge, author Ingeron, has taken to an unconventional pastime of posting half-naked photos of himself. Sounds a little creepy like Hunter Biden, does it not? Okay, same deal. They allowed Hunter Biden's laptop to go untouched. They wouldn't even touch the story. They suppressed the story. They were, this was right before an election. A lot of people now say, if I would have known mm, what was on that laptop, or even that there was a laptop in question with all these questionable activities, I would have never voted for Biden. You're hearing that over and over again. Most people know what kind of scam artist he actually is. So you've got the research group, Marco Polo. They first reported on the revelation. You've got Ingoron, a Wheatley, a Wheatley alumnus from 1967. He is responsible for curating the Wheatley 
Alumni Association letter, at which updates and connects past graduates with memories, news, and obituaries. And this fool thought it was a great idea to go, go ahead and show himself off. I don't get it. I, I, somebody needs to tell him, hey, you know, enough. Well, as a result, speaking of court cases, you've got the Minnesota Supreme Court. They flatly reject bid to block Trump from the primary ballot after Chief Justice dresses down leftist lawyer. This is a huge deal. This is a huge victory. It cannot wait until we have other states that have no choice but to go ahead and do the exact same thing. They are doing everything that they can collectively to keep President Trump off of the ballot, and it's only making him stronger. So the Minnesota Supreme Court flatly rejected a bid to block President Trump from the primary ballot. You've got Minnesota's high court last Thursday. They held a hearing on whether Trump could be blocked from the 2024 ballot. Eight Minnesota voters filed a lawsuit citing the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. A leftist lawyer appeared before the Minnesota Supreme Court last Thursday to argue the state has the authority to block Trump from the 2024 ballot. Long story short, they weren't able to do it. They are losing. They are absolutely losing and they know it and they have egg on their face we're all sitting here going okay so how long is this charade going to last because we we need a president again all right we need a president that actually cares about its citizens and this country um we're not getting that with the biden regime we've got a whole bunch of crooks that are now trying to cover their tracks and they don't feel like they need to go anywhere soon so now you've got President Trump. He is hitting back at Judge Chutkin's unconstitutional gag order. That's right. He absolutely is. Imagine that, silencing a president, a former president, if you want to say technically, right? He's the real president, in my opinion. So President Trump, he hit back and filed an appeal brief on Judge Tanya Chutkin's gag order on Wednesday. A federal appeals court on Friday temporarily paused Judge Tanya Chutkin's gag order against Trump in Jack Smith's January 6th case in Sleeves, as I like to call them. The three-judge panel at the D.C. Court District Court of Appeals, all Democrats, they froze the gag order. Oral arguments are set for November 20th. Trump argued that Chudkin's gag order is a broad, vague, and it also violates his First Amendment rights. So as everything has, you know, it really boils down to a couple of things. Do you believe in what this country was founded on and made it great? Our constitution, our freedoms, our liberties, the rule of law and order? I mean, do you or do you not? Because there are plenty of countries, banana Republican republics out there. That was a Freudian slip almost. Wow. Um, that you can go to. And we would like to have people that actually believe in freedom and believe in our constitution, our bill of rights, our God-given rights. And we'll just trade them out. No problem here. So President Trump, he has filed his brief in the appeal of Judge Chutkin's gag order. And it's nearly identical to the argument he made below that it violates his First Amendment speech and the right to communicate with the public during the campaign. See, they were violating all of our speech, right? They had gag orders basically in place for all of us on social media. Was it any different? No. When they kicked off your accounts, when they 
shadow ban you, that particular post that I showed you a little bit earlier and how these social media companies work, where they will highlight, promote, and boost certain accounts, and then they will absolutely shadow ban where you never can even find them, even if you type the full name in others. That's what we're up against here. We are up against a huge, a huge, you know, steal. That's what it is. They're stealing from you. They're stealing from all of us. So as a matter of fact, President Trump is just doing awesome. His net worth has skyrocketed. True figure is phenomenal. When it's all said and done, you have got a president here who is supported by the people. That's right. Your your $5 donations, $1 donations, and everything else that we have been contributing, not only that, you know that Mar-a-Lago property that they tried to claim didn't really have it that much value like, he, like we all thought, and they tried to get him on that. Well, it turns out that President Trump is just doing amazing. He really is. You've got his properties, they have appreciated in value. President Trump's corporate worth is an issue now because the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, who campaigned on the platform of getting him, is claiming in a civil case that he inflated the values of his properties. She insisted on $250 million in damages that's what he owes. That's what she's claiming. And she wants the court to kill Trump's business entities entirely. Judge author Engeron has already ruled that there was fraud, even though there's no evidence of any loan defaults, any complaints from business associates, or anything like that. Further, the paperwork involved in Trump's real estate deals included a disclaimer telling purchasers or sellers that they should do their own diligence on property values, which is a standard clause in many contracts. If you've ever looked at one, you'll see that. Do your own due diligence right? Well, this guy is completely thrown all of that out the window because he's all about get Trump. That's all this is. This is political. He and Letitia James, they have raised money, funded their campaigns on get Trump. They are elected to these positions. And you've got this very wide, vast law in New York that allows them to get away with it. Hopefully that's going to change in the future. So you've got all of this paperwork, and it's involved in Trump's real estate deals. It, the disclaimer is there. But now Ingeron, in his own wildness, he ruled that Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was worth only about $18 million. Everybody's draw jaw dropped. We were like, what, what are they even talking about? People started pulling comps. You remember that, right? What What about Mar-a-Lago? There it is, this incredible property. And it's been proven. So the reason for the increase, okay, according to the index, is due to the former president's properties having an appreci having appreciated between 2021 and 2023. It noted that a number of his properties in Manhattan, including Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue, are worth hundreds of millions of dollars each. His Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida is worth about $240 million. A number of other properties and holdings are also worth hundreds of millions, and his liquid assets are said to be about $600 million. I mean, think about that. They purposely tried to say that this particular pro property was only worth 18 million. Do you know what his neighbors <laughs> did when when they said, "Oh, no, no. Then that means theirs has also been reduced if you go by that scale." 
So it, it could easily fetch 500 and more. This is according to a real estate agent, Lisa Pulitzer, who said that Trump's Mar-a-Lago is worth more than Bloomberg's esti- estimate and way more than what Ingron claimed. I mean, they're looking at the comps. It's all right there. So my gosh, I mean, they're trying as hard as they can to you know, take Trump out, but it's not going to work. It's really not going to work. But he just did. If you watched this rally last night, he's serious. He means business. And I'm just so proud of him. He he basically said, if you don't want to let the communists destroy America, like they destroyed Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, then you need to send a message by voting crooked Joe Biden and every last Democrat Democrat out of office in 2024. This race is not just about being crooked Joe. It's a beating him. It's about defeating the entire rotten, corrupt, and tyrannical establishment in Washington, D.C. This election will decide whether power in America belongs to them forever or whether it belongs to you, the men and women who make this country run. 2024 is our final battle. Stand with him in this fight, and we will finish the job and that we started seven years ago. They have been doing absolutely everything they can to defeat this man, and he is winning. When you look at the polls, it is unbelievable. Minorities, they are coming to the table. They love Trump now, and it's because he did great things. I mean, when you start looking at what this man did, life under Trump versus life under Biden, I don't have to sell it to anybody. He kept us out of wars. He didn't put us into wars so they're going after him they're going after us you've got an exclusive over here by Newsweek week and it's a and they're basically saying exactly what you already know donald trump followers targeted by fbi as 2024 nears they're not even making a secret okay about it the federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 u.s presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter donald trump's army of maga followers Can you imagine this? Well, let me just tell you one thing. Here's one thing. Nobody's going to crawl into that voting booth with you. You don't have to worry about that. When you show up and you vote in person, nobody needs to know how you vote. And I know that there are a lot of very, (laughs) there are a lot, especially in LA, Hollywood, particularly, there are a lot of closet conservatives that I know when they get into that booth, it would be probably, it would shock all of you. I know that for a fact. And I kind of know a few of them who are closet conservatives who believe in this country. So the challenge for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism. Now, as you've seen, all this all this chaos, confusion, you, you see what's going on in the streets of LA. I just showed you that clip. And, and all of that, they are calling MAGA domestic terrorists. They want to shut this whole thing down. Why? Because they cannot control it. They want to control everything. They even want to control and put in a kill switch on all new makes and models of cars. That's how far they're willing to take all of this stuff. So the FBI, this is a quote from a current FBI official, the FBI is in almost an impossible position 
and they ask to remain anonymous because they know exactly we have got a constitutional right. There is a constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. By fo focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA supporter, supporters, Make America Great Again supporters, the official said the Bureau, it runs a risk of provoking the very anti-government activities that the terrorism agencies hope to counter. <laughs> they have not let go of this narrative. They have not let go of it because we're winning and we're waking people up and we're not even having to work that hard and we don't even have the mic. That's what's so wild. I mean, you have got all of these different platforms. You've got CNN, MSNBC. People are turning these channels off. They don't want to watch them anymore. They're looking for podcasts like Cat Turds and mine and my Saturday show, A Political Rendezvous to get answers to some of these questions because they know they can't believe these buffoons anymore. So President Trump is now leading Joe Biden among men of color in a new CNN poll. It This is why people are thinking that you know, Michelle Obama, Michael Obama is going to enter the ring. They also think that you we may have Newsom gruesome. I would not wish my governor on any state, yet alone, the, this entire nation on that guy. That guy is about as creepy as it gets. He's horrible. He's been the worst govern, governor I've ever seen. You want to talk about trampling on your civil liberties? I refuse to get the jab. He kept all of these businesses closed. I have more friends that had to close up shop, move to other places. And we're talking about family-run businesses that they started from scratch. And I'm like, I really hope you're not still voting Democrat. A lot of them have learned their lesson. They're getting away from all of this, and it's showing up. So you've got President Trump. He leads resident Biden by three points among men of color voters. This is according to a CNN poll. It was a shocking revelation for the Democrats. And with that, they totally freaked out. All of a sudden, they're like, mm, he's done a great job. But don't you think there's somebody else? Yeah, huh. We're not going that way. We're going to go right back to President Trump and we're going to make America great. So you've got 42% of black men. They are eligible voters. 12% of eligible black men voted for Trump. 87% of black men supported Biden. The contrast is also stark among male Hispanic voters in 2020. 58% of Hispanic male men are eligible voters. 40% of eligible Hispanic men, they voted for Trump. 57% of Hispanic men voted for Biden. So when you look at this poll, it has President Trump beating Biden 49 to 45. And you know what? We've got, we're a year away. Can you imagine what those numbers are going to look like? That's why I always ask for everyone to please keep him in your prayers. You've got to, because I, that's the only thing that, that, we we've got to make sure that we pray on is that because I worry about his safety every single day I don't worry about the man himself he has stayed true to his word he has done everything that he promised he was going to set out to do he did to the best of his ability under the circumstances especially with COVID and everything else that they were throwing at him I, I've never seen anything quite like it, but that's what we've been up against. And they're not finished with any of us, obviously. I mean, they're going after each and every one of us now. 
but it's not going to stop and we're just going to get stronger as a result. But there's some funny things that are happening here. I told you about with, with Twitch, what happened to our account over there. And when you start looking at some of these different, some of these different things that have happened, I, I was laughing because Twitch, apparently, there was a horrible story that came out and I'm looking for it now. Um, but it was fun because Rob Pligram Sr. actually reported on it. And I'm going to grab it for you. I'm going to show you what Twitch actually considers to be a, you know, a dem- what, they, what they like, what they go for. Here it is. Good riddance. He writes... Let's see if I understand this correctly. Twitch banished in the litter box with Jules Jones Live and Cat Turd for talking about J6 videos. But this person is a Twitch star? Good riddance, Twitch. Listen to this. This is from the New York Post. Twitch star making beer with her own vaginal yeast. They'll probably drink it. Now, they got rid of us. I got all of these notifications that, that we were domestic terrorists and supported that because we were talking about January 6ers nonstop, showing the clips of Roseanne Boyland while she was being beaten and trampled. We were showing exactly what happened and talking about what happened with you know, with, of course, Ashley Babbitt, when you start talking about Owen Schroyer and all the others that have lost their civil liberties, and we get a letter and basically they cut us off from our platform, but yet they allow this nonsense to go on? Really? I know, it's horrible. I would never, I would not report it if I just couldn't believe it myself. But yes, this is a thing over there. So good riddance, goodbye, and good luck, Twitch. I hope you have major success, whatever that may be in your life, because it's not going to happen here. All right, everybody. Well, tomorrow, don't forget, we have got the great John Rich, who is going to join me to discuss Turdstock. I cannot wait. It is going to be such a great event. Like I said, you know, basically we had to pull the plug on on Kat and say, you got to get out of here, Kat. You got you got a show to do. You got to get there. And so he is working on, on getting to Nashville as we speak. We are so proud of him. And he's just got a lot to do in a very little bit of time. But John Rich is going to join me here on the show today. And we're going to have a great, great time. Um, just going to be a fantastic event. Again, you can watch this show you can watch it here on this channel right where you are right now on rumble but you can also watch it on our locals channel thank you to our supporters over there you all have been amazing and great and turdstock 23 is on its way so i am just excited i'm going to be running it uh from here in hollywood just the broadcast i'm not going to be seeing it or anything like that we're going to play the music and the show from beginning to end there are a lot of musicians that you haven't heard of and you're going to be introduced to them and so john rich is going to come tomorrow he's going to discuss his new single really excited to talk to him he's got a lot a lot of things are going to be going on at the redneck riviera and cat turd himself and a lot of you already have tickets i'm so jealous you know you're gonna be able to meet cat before i do how much fun is that you are gonna meet him if you're if you're a ticket holder you get to meet the cat i cat and i have never met 
before. A lot of people don't know that. We've never met face to face. I have absolutely no idea what Kat looks like. I have no idea. I mean, if he could, he could pass me on the street and I would not even know that that was Kat. He wouldn't know who I was either. We are very passionate about this country. I, we met on social media, for those of you that don't know the story. And I had another show. Then I lost my account, but we were, we were going back and forth. And I, I tried to get him on the show. And I felt like, I'm like, okay, wait, I think this guy is like dodging me. I mean, he says he's going to come on the show. And then I would make this big announcement on social media. And I would say, yes, this account that I think is so clever and so smart, he's going to come on my show. And then I would make this big announcement and he would stand me up. So I'd have to say, "Mm, he had a hairball. Mm, He had a flea dip. Mm, This happened multiple times, but I was persistent. And... (laughs) And I finally got him to come on the show. And when he did, we just hit it off and we've been friends ever since. I swear, I have in my mind who he is and I, you know, we just have a great relationship. And that's how it all started. And so now we are on our 451st episode as of today. I also have a Saturday show, just so everybody knows. I hope you will follow me over there. It's Jules Jones Live, and it's spelled, a lot of people don't know, um, it's J-E-W-E-L-S, like the stone, Jules Jones. It's a political rendezvous. We spill the tea every Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. It's on a totally different channel, and I hope you, Jims and Littermates, will join us over there because we have a great time. We do a lot of real deep dives and go through all of these stories. So if you want to check it out, you can head over there to my Rumble channel, Please follow the channel. It's totally free. We're trying to build up the numbers because we're starting from scratch. And this is a show that I do just on Saturdays. So we get into a lot of the heavy stuff, but we have a real good time. And it's all about the chat, as you all know. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate you. And I want to just give a couple of shout outs to those that donated. And it looks like Viking C. She says, thank you, Jules, on your strength, your voice and conviction of your duty. You rock today. You know, it's a totally different show without Kat. It's completely different. And sometimes we have a delay and we try not to have that strange like buffering. So we're always trying to fill in in case there's, you know, an off moment. He's in his car with a better signal because he doesn't have any signal at the ranch so it's really kind of funny so a lot of people are like why are y'all talking over each other we don't mean to we just don't want that you know awkward silence you're not supposed to have silence when it's just voices so we have a little bit of that going on but we have a great time on this show we have a great time on you know saturday just completely different then i've got silent night he says Great show today. You, as you always do, Jules, happy Veterans Day to all. Thanks for all you do and all of your service. Oh my goodness, do I have some thank yous. Rob Plegram Sr., Fleet Admiral James, who is a veteran and just, and also Patriot Penzi. Those three people particularly, and Silent Night actually got us on Rumble originally. But those three help me every single day on this show. I have a job, believe it or not, on top of this one and on top of the other show, if you can believe that. And they put this whole thing together for me so that I'm up on what's going on and do a beautiful job of laying everything out and getting me the most current news so that I know what I'm talking about before I arrive from my job to put on this broadcast. 
Anyway, you all be safe. I know I owe a lot of shout outs to people. I think I may have them in my messages. If I do, I'm going to give them to you because Renee McCurry, who also helps me over here. Yes, I do have a list. All right, here it is. Leventhal Spade, thank you very much for your donation. Hedda Broccoli. Then we've got Mother of Pearl. Oh, wow, huge donation yesterday. Sad Wings Raging also. And I want to also thank, you know, the Salty Army. You all are amazing. I love you very, very much as well. You're a great group of patriots. You're big time fighters. Let's support each other on all of our shows and all of those voices that have been suppressed. And let's make America great again. In the meantime, you be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later.